Books, The Final Frontier. These are the discussions of the podcast Sword and Laser, its continuing mission to explore strange new science fiction and fantasy novels, to seek out new characters and new beverages, to boldly read where no one has read before. Go to patreon.com slash sword and laser to join the mission. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sword and Laser. I'm Veronica Belmont. And I'm Tom Merritt. Sword and Laser is a book club, but it's so much more. We bring you author interviews, news from the world of science fiction and fantasy, and awesome discussions from fans just like you. So uh, I want to say hi to Jody. Who that? He's the security guard in my neighborhood who gives oh, treats to all yes. the dogs. And he's awesome. And he started listening to Sword and Laser. So hi, Jody. That's right. You mentioned that. You mentioned that in last episode. He's gotten two call-outs in a row, I think. I Did I? I don't know if I did. Did I mention it You last did, episode? because you, he asked you what you did, and you said you make podcasts, and you told mm-hmm. him about it, and then he started listening. I don't remember Elizabeth any of says not last episode, but why do I know about this? Because I did told tell, you about it, you but told maybe me not, not on podcast. the episode. Yeah. So this is why we just need to record all of our conversations as a podcast. That's so right. So this doesn't happen. No, that's right. We, I'm pretty we sure need that's the public right. record. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you numbing? Uh, tacos. Delicious tacos, tacos. from Cactus Taqueria. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Is that a, have I been there? Have you taken me there? No. No. Okay. I have not taken you there. I don't know if you've been there. Maybe you've been there. <laughs> I don't know People are already done. surprised that we even just talk outside of the podcast. So <laughs> the fact that we hang out in person sometimes is like There are multiple cactus taquerias. So you could have been to one when you were in Los Angeles at some point. It doesn't but we have ring never a bell. been together. Yeah. All right. They're bringing a new taqueria into my town, which Ooh, is pretty exciting because mm-hmm. we're pretty small. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a popular taqueria in Vancouver called Taco Fino. Mm. And uh, they're going to come up against my favorite local taqueria, Loose Taco. Oh. So it's going to be a battle of the tacos. Be, ah, battle and of Veronica the tacos. wins. What are, yeah, and everyone wins. What mm. are tacos in Canada like? Taco Fino and. Are they any different? Maybe they're not. They're, they're, they remind me more of like SoCal tacos. They're not made they're with moose. They're more like fish tacos. No, okay. they're not made of moose or something. I yeah. mean, maybe somewhere there are, <laughs> um, but they're more like in, in this part of Canada, in this part of British Columbia. They're, they're like more SoCal. like, yeah, they're like so-called like beach right. tacos, like right. fish tacos, Baja tacos. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit more like that. Yeah. yeah. I would say that's the West Coast of it, but then San Francisco doesn't have that. So. I mean, there are places in San Francisco sure, yeah. that do those kinds of tacos. You can get a Mission yeah. Burrito in LA. It's just not the the norm. So yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I haven't really found here mm. is something more like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's good. Okay. I, I had, uh, speaking of food trucks, which you mm-hmm. didn't ask because one of those taco places is in fact a food truck. Um, I had food truck burger tonight. Uh, I had a veggie burger um, from a really good food truck here in town. And also vegetarian poutine, which oh, was now you're Canadian, yeah. yeah. Which was it was okay. It was okay. It yeah. was okay. Yeah, well, it was. Yeah. So cheese, still cheese curds, or no, no cheese curds? Was it vegan it or didn't, it didn't feel like cheese curds? It, it felt like mozzarella. Kind of, oh, oh, 
which happens sometimes. <laughs> so not vegan, but also not oh, cheese no, curds. Oh, no, 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 not vegan. Definitely yeah. not vegan. So no, real I mean, cheese, it was, but not cheese curds. It was like a mushroom gravy instead of like a traditional yeah, yeah. poutine That's fine. Like that stock. Can, that could be really delicious. Yeah, it just, the, it was all right. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm still happy I had it, and I'm still happy when there's vegetarian options. So no complaints there. Good. All right. Well, shall we jump into the quick burns? Let's. Milgram uh, posted that Taika Waititi is in talks to direct an adaptation of Clara and the Sun, uh, which is not written here who the author is, and I don't want to get it wrong. Kazuo Ishiguro. Uh, it mm-hmm. is about... Um, Clara, a robot girl created to prevent teenagers from becoming lonely. And the story is of how she tries to save a family of humans she lives with from heartbreak. Uh, nice. That sounds like a Taika Waititi story that he could do justice to. I, I mean, I know it's not a Taika Waititi story, uh, but it sounds like a kind of a story that he could do justice to. Tomahome says, another love and thunder. Great. <laughs> I like love and thunder. <laughs> I was thinking more Jojo Rabbit. I also like Jojo Rabbit. Jojo yeah. Rabbit. I've liked most of his films. Um, did you see him at the Met Gala? Yes, I did. I saw. He well, I, I didn't go to the Met Gala. I just. But yes, I saw the pictures of him. He looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. He is. Him and Pedro Pascal looked. They are. Mwah, delicious. Mm-hmm. That, well, Scrum deliumptious. That's what the Met Gala is for. Looking delicious. That's right. Did you see Doja right. Cat's interview? I didn't see her interview. No, I, I only watched pictures on TikTok. I didn't see anyone actually on the red carpet. They asked her a question about the inspiration for her dress and to go in length. And she said, Meow. <laughs> <laughs> and then answered all her questions in cat voice. So good. <laughs> so good. She looked awesome, by the way. Yeah. I loved like that I mean, was like yeah. next level. No Jared very Leto, good. I guess, but good in its own way. I think on par with, with Jared Leto's definitely, um, definitely. camp yeah. camp themed costume. Mm-hmm. Not camp like outdoor camping, but camp camp is an aesthetic. Yeah. Um that was that I guess was he only one walked the, one the, the red greats. carpet in the cat. Mascot oh, he was. Uh, you're, you're talking about the cat outfit. Yeah, and I then, see. He, then okay. he had a, an actual fashion outfit. On. I was thinking. I thought you were referencing his his from either last year or the year before, oh, where he no, did no. the carrying his own head. Right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. Well, anyway, Milgram, I bet you didn't think your Taika Waititi post for Quick Burns would turn into an update of the Met Gala, but it's basically it it's basically rich people cosplay. So I feel like it fits. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. That's that's my excuse. And I'm Taika Waititi was there, so there was a direct he was there. connection. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Ahome says, getting us back into the world of science fiction and fantasy, uh, the SPSFC self-published science fiction competition awards have announced the seven finalists on April 30th, and winners will be announced on July 15th. All right, uh, finalists have some pretty good-looking cover art, I have to say. Yes. Yeah, so for self-published, um, we have Rory August with The Last Gifts of the Universe, Nicole Scrimgore with Those Left Behind, uh, S.Z. Atwell with Aestis, Book One, The City, David Hoffer, Melody, Cameron Cooper, Hammer and Crucible, Tobias F. Cabral, Night Music, and Drew Melbourne, Percival Gint, and The Conspiracy of Days. And the Oscar goes to... Or I guess it'd be the 
the SPSFC goes to. Uh, speaking of self-published awards, though, uh, Stephen wanted us to mention the winner of the SPFBO, SPFBO8, was Small Miracles by Olivia Atwater. Uh, SPFBO, by those in the know, stands for Self-Published Fantasy Blog-Off. You can read all about the contents on or the contest on Mark Lawrence's blog. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. SPFBO 9 is open for submissions May 17th, just a couple of weeks wow. from now. If you have a self-published fantasy, this contest is pour toi. I feel like that is an appropriate amount of time to start the slush reading. <laughs> immediately after the, two weeks the after you get the other awards away yes. yeah yeah no, you're, you're i feel wrong. that deeply deeply in my bones mm. um having done that before all right chris k says the locust science fiction foundation has announced the top 10 finalists in each category of the 2023 locust awards uh two recent snl picks are listed nettle and bone by t kingfisher in the fantasy category and legends and lattes by travis baldry our previous pick before this month um in the first novel category yeah there's like one two three four there's a five, lot six, seven. yeah there's like 10 in each category so i don't think we're gonna go through them all you can go to locust to look at them but uh worth calling out note of the ninth tamsin muir uh, yep for and uh, just just as a note our, our current author adrian tchaikovsky has a book nominated uh for science fiction for eyes of the void uh, naomi novik the golden enclaves rebecca roanhorse fevered star nevo siren queen so People we have read before, Sylvia Moreno Garcia, the doctor, the daughter of Dr. Moreau, Emily St. John mm-hmm. Mandel, Mary Robin Cole. Yeah, there's John Scalzi. You, you know yeah. him. A little so lesser what you're known saying, author. I think yeah. I think what you're saying is there are good famous authors on this list Alistair of best Reynolds. authors. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tiny names like Alistair Reynolds. Yeah. John Scalzi. Yeah. You mentioned him. Yes. Mm, did yes. I? Mm. Small author, small, small beans. <laughs> you should check them out, folks. Small burritos. Um, that felt very insulting. I didn't mean it to come out that way. That was not a euphemism. Um, that oh, Elizabeth of. says maybe we should read Wool since it got picked up as a TV show. We read Wool for Sword and Laser. Mm. Many, I many, thought, many times I feel times like ago. she should know that. Because um, they were talking about we should read. Have Tomahome asked in chat, have we ever read a self-published novel? Um, and Elizabeth mentioned Wool. We did. We did. We did read Wool. Yeah. And Is that the only self-published? The Martian. And the Martian, I was yeah. going to say. That was that was the other Although one. Although I believe we read it after it got full published. Yeah, not while yeah. it was. Same for Wool, though, honestly. Yeah. We have interviewed Andy Weir, correct? We did, in person. If in you person. We went, At we went the, to. With Daniel Suarez, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was fun. That was really fun. They were both, both cool people. Yeah, I still, I still really, I like regard Daniel very highly as just like a very nice person. Yeah, yeah. And we not, read- not to say that Andy Weir isn't, but I feel like I've had more <laughs> of like an ongoing Andy Weir. What an asshole! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did get a picture of Andy Weir flipping off my camera because I asked him to, but that that was him being nice. Did you really? Yeah, because Brian Brushwood <laughs> was such a big fan, and so it was me oh. and Justin Robert Young. With Andy nice. Weir and Andy was flipping off. We said, please flip off the camera for our friend Brian. So and he was Coyote nice. Brown asked, did we read uh Demon? Demon. Yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. One of one of my favorites, really, from the early mid to early days. Um, all right, moving right along. Uh the next one is for you. 
John, John says the release date for season three of The Witcher on Netflix has been announced as June 29th, 2023. And John says, I am very excited. You know what, John? I am too. I, for three, am very excited. Because I will have turned 53 the day before that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was actually, yeah, wow. You don't look a day over 51. Oh, stop. I do too. (laughs) No, seriously, you look very young. (laughs) I'm all gray beard over here and you're still like. You don't have a beard. That's true, but I have gray hair. (laughs) I do have a beard and it is in fact gray. (laughs) It looks blonde. It looks blonde. Oh, that's very nice of you to say. It's totally gray. You could just ferment it and make it blonde, like yeah, dirty blonde, and then I don't really. I know. Yeah. Did I tell you that someone called me brave for not dyeing my hair recently? <laughs> brave. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm pretty much a hero for not I'm dyeing pretty, my hair. I, I'm pretty amazing. There's like for being too lazy to dye my gray, <laughs> and you know, Doctors Without Borders and me, and this guy <laughs> right here saving lives. <laughs> That's right with my hair. With my hair. <laughs> my brave, brave hair. <sighs> okay. Jan also says uh, <laughs> the 43rd annual Los Angeles Time Book Prizes were awarded on April 21st at the University of Southern California. The Ray Bradbury Prize for Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Speculative Fiction went to Nicola Griffith for Spear, her queer retelling of the Arthurian legend, Ooh. which I just read. Uh, I was a good. You know I'm going to have to it read that. It was good. Mm. It was super – it was – so I think actually the most – I mean the book was good, but I think for me the most interesting thing about the novel was her depiction of how she came to write it. Um, so I don't mm. want to steal her story, but okay. she she yeah. talks about like all the different Arthurian influences and all the different retellings and how the story has changed and morphed throughout history and like how, you know – in what year they kind of landed on what has become the the kind of canon mm-hmm. for Arthurian the legend more common and one, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the most common version um and so i just i i thought that was the like her is that in research. the book or you it is the, in the book oh, okay. yeah it like is in the like book like in a forward or something it's actually at the end afterward. and it's a okay. in the it's an afterward and it is uh quite long. So it's like the book ended at like 85% <laughs> and then the rest of it is her talking about like, how she wrote the book the itself book. is only like 10 pages. The rest of it's it It's not that long. It's a quick read. Um but I, you know I did I love enjoy an Arthurian it. Yeah. retelling though. So You you got to read it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have to read this. I'm looking And forward. I think if anyone out there likes like things like that, like Circe, for example, mm-hmm. um, by Madeline mm-hmm. Miller, like you'll, you'll probably enjoy this one as well. Or if you like Arthurian legend, or if you just like really good books, you know, check it out, check it out <laughs> for those who Julian, like really good books. My son says, you know how you hear something and it co- totally rewires the way your brain works forever. Uh-huh. My, my kid who is two and a half says, um, if he sees something he wants, he says, check it out. Check it, check it out. Mm-hmm. Like, like I guess I've said to him, like, oh, you want to check it out? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. let's go check it out. And now so it's goes, check it out. <laughs> and so, like, I can't say the words check it out now without going, check without it doing out. It. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's I love really- that so much. So that's where that comes from. Um, cool. Well, thank you uh, for everyone who submitted uh, items to the Quick Burns this week. If you want to help contribute stories, you can do so over on our Quick Burns thread on Goodreads or in our Quick Burns channel over on Discord. 
All right. Well, now it is time for Bear Your Sword, which is our feedback from the audience. <laughs> Tassie Dave said, I wouldn't describe spotted dick as pastry. It's a steamed pudding. Pudding mm. as in the British meaning, not the gloop hey, called pudding that Americans You know eat. what doesn't make it sound more appetizing? Steamed pudding. <laughs> spotted dick Sorry. is more cakeish than pastry-ish. I'd back Veronica to crush her Hot Ones challenge after seeing her do this 11 years ago on Scam School, and it's a video of you eating fire. Oh, yeah. Um, I still consider that to this day to be one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. For sure. Are you trying to play it? Is that what's happening right now? No, no. I'm just uh, thinking about all the people I know who've eaten fire. It's a lot. It's it a is lot more than I would have expected if you'd asked me when I was younger. <laughs> How many people do you think you'll meet who eat fire? I might have been like, I don't know, one? No. Did you know that I've eaten fire? I knew that you had uh, because Brian Brushwood, our mutual friend, taught you. And then Brian Brushwood, our mutual friend, taught my mutual friend, <laughs> Teresa Noyes. Uh, oh. And then I've seen him teach other people th- that mm-hmm. I don't know personally. So. He also taught Anthony Carboni was mm-hmm. with me. That's, and I Max, never saw him uh, teach Scoville. Anthony, but then there, there's another one. Yeah, it's in the same video. Yeah, how many it of was, you uh, have eaten fire? Let us know. Feedback at swordandlaser.com. Surprisingly easier than it sounds. Yeah, yeah. not as once, when you have a good teacher how, like Brian. How he did it, I was like, oh, oh, that's why you can eat fire. I get it now. Yeah, I don't remember how I did it, so I will not be uh, re-experimenting with that. I'm also kind of offended I'm not the thumbnail for this video. I feel like I give good thumbnail. Um, you should I don't lodge know if Carboni, Carboni deserves to be year old scam school video. I also feel like women just do better in thumbnails, so I feel like that was just a, a like a tactical error on his part as well. A so, rare error for Brian. You know, very good at a rare miss from Brushwood. Yeah. A rare miss, I have to say. Now, on, on this, whether spotted dick is best called a pastry, uh, I I do not disagree with anything Tassie Davis saying here. It is more of a cake. It is a British pudding, uh, but I felt like. If I had said pudding, I would have had to go through the whole rigmarole that Tassie Dave just did of explaining, well, we need mean the British pudding, not the... So I, I left that out. And then I couldn't think of the word cake, but it also is kind of half cake. <laughs> it's like more on the cake side than the pastry side, but it's not exactly a cake either. But you're right. It's more, so like, like more a, cake. A warm pastry. mush. <laughs> it's more like a muffin. It's Which more muffins like a muffin? are very cake-like, so. Like a wet muffin. It's not very wet, no. Because when you say pudding, I feel like pudding no. is wet. Like bread this, pudding is the wet. Pudding, yeah, the pudding in, in, in Britain is not, is not like mushy like that. I, there are like so many people typing in the chat right now who haven't lodged their complaints about my confusion yet. It's hilarious. <laughs> Spotted dick is really a wet muffin. <laughs> I'm mailing Veronica spotted dick right now. <laughs> Great. I was like, there's too many people typing for this to end up well. Um, there oh, you're we go. on the there's, thumbnail for a different scam, scam there school. There we go. Yeah. All right. All right. That's, that's a good picture too. Good, good times. When my hair wasn't gray, weirdly. Are you used to dye it? <laughs> I did. I dyed it for like 15 years and then I stopped dyeing and I was like, oh shit. Look at oh, that. there. <laughs> wow. I was I there the whole time? Surprise. Um, all right. I lost track of what I was talking about. Christos. Okay. Christos says, does anyone recommend any science fiction and fantasy parody novels? 
Uh, Christos says, I recently read Terror Tome, a hilarious Stephen King parody. It's got to be Terror Tome. It's got to be Terror Tome. It's not like Mel Torme. Terror Tome, (laughs) a hilarious Stephen King parody, and wanted to read more parody novels. I love Discworld and Christopher Moore novels, but I think those are more deconstruction comedy, not parody. It's like the difference between Spaceballs and Galaxy Quest. Anyone recommend any funny parody sci-fi fantasy novels? Oh, yeah. So there's a lot here for sure. Um, John Taloni says uh, Rob Kroos has the Starship Grifters trilogy. Um, Phil says Bill the Galactic Hero by Harry Harrison might be the type of book you're looking for. Uh, John also says the Stainless Steel Rat series. Um, Christos is, is excited. He's feeling good about these recommendations. Phil says Kill the Farm Boy by Delilah Dawson and Kevin Hearn, of course. Uh, Prosto Plus by Piers Anthony. Um, Board of the Rings, a parody That's of J.R.R. Tolkien's that, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. uh, from Trike. Star Wreck, um, The Generation Gap by Leah Raywolinski was suggested by Ben George, another classic. Oh yeah, many said red shirts by John Scalzi. That's another new is classic. That really a I would say parody? it is totally a Star Trek parody, hundred percent. I mean, I guess it is. You're right because it's not Star Trek. I always think it's like actual Star no, Trek, but it's not. No, right. it's not. Yeah. No, no. There is a. Um, I, I'll see if I can go find it, uh, and we could put it in the show notes. But there is a generic sci-fi book, paperback book that was put out in, like the early '80s. So it's white. Is, is it called generic it's sci-fi white book? And it's called sci-fi book. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What's it about? I don't remember. We probably already know. We yeah, probably already thin, know. So you know. yeah. Yeah. So this is this is another great post. And um I'll be embarrassing Jan in this because uh I actually think that we should at some point record a uh an artistic styling of this um this mad it's not mad libs it's it's what do you call it when you it's like a it's not telephone what's what's chat what do you call it? it's not chat <laughs> is it chat you did they use chat gpt for this i, I think I, just, I think jan did at the end um but he's he's essentially doing like a collaborative story time where you like someone it's oh, kind of like oh, that game that you used to play progressive online story yeah like a progressive where like dinner. someone writes a a a, a, someone a, writes a, a paragraph yeah and then and someone then else everyone yeah. adds on yeah yeah and so Jan started one um, for cozy science fiction. So I'll read his. And then a bunch of other people, including Pumpkin Stew and Trike and, and uh, Jan, more, <laughs> two more of Jan. Jan says the last writing. one was, in fact, done by ChatGPT. Okay. <laughs> Which I think is reasonable. Um, but his, his starts, uh, deep in the belly of the bone dog, the engine room hummed with the steady thrum of machinery. It was a cramped and cluttered space filled with conduits that twisted and turned like a tangled web. But amidst the chaos, there was a sense of order, of purpose. Jules closed the control panel and looked up from her work with a satisfied smile on her face. Everything was working as it was supposed to be, finally. She could feel the subtle vibrations her engines send through the ship, everything in sync, everything doing its job. This promised to be a grip. And then the lights went out. Visions of the monstrous Rathgore stalking its prey in the dark flitted through Jules' mind, her imagination filling in the screams and blood egged on by the red emergency lighting. I'll stop there, but that's where, that's where trike picked it up. I don't know where the voice I just did came from. No? That was like a very different, like 
audiobook voice than yeah, I've ever it's like called audio forth. Book voice. I a little that. bit. Maybe that's my chat GPT voice. <laughs> Maybe chibity. Yeah. My chibity voice. Um, very cool. I love this idea. If if y'all want to hop in here and add your own thoughts, um, I might as well. Could be could be a fun exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do a recording of it, uh, once it's reached a conclusion and then that's the thing I was trying to figure out, like, what is it, when is it done? Yeah. What is it? I guess someone's going to have to do like a good closing. Okay. It's ready. And then we'll, we'll record it and put it out just for the patrons. Oh, I love it. All right. Yeah. That's a good idea. All right. Well, let's check in on this month's book pick. I guess we, we kind of kicked it off last week, right? We mentioned it. It was like the 19th though. So it was a little early. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's, let's formally kick off children of time by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Uh, thanks to everybody who participated in the discord thread to suggest this. Um, I, I was convinced that there wasn't overwhelming opposition to the children of time. The thread got Mm -hmm. a little bit back and forth. Uh, Adrian Tchaikovsky was born in Lincolnshire, England in 1972, studied zoology and psychology at the university of Reading, worked as a legal executive, uh, and stopped working to become a full-time writer in 2018. His first published novel was empire in black and gold by Tor books in 2008. Uh, He is one of the many authors we talked about on the show that says they use role-playing games to develop their stories. And Children of Time was published in 2015 and received the Arthur C. Clarke Award in 2016. There are two sequels, Children of Ruin from 2019 and Children of Memory from 2022. Mm. It starts uh, with the story of Dr. Avrana Kern, the head of a science team that terraformed a planet and deliberately released a designed virus to accelerate evolution to intelligence. Um, also, not to be spoilery, but if you don't like reading about spiders, don't read this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a very, if you are arachnophobic, uh, not the choice for you. Many spiders. Many, many spiders. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a space story. It's a a kind of far future story, fate of the earth, uh, but not taking place on earth or even in the solar system, uh, story and one about alien intelligence in a weird way. It's fascinating, fascinating story. I'm very much enjoying it. Yes, I am also enjoying it so far. I, you're probably further than I am, um, so I, I don't want to also get into spoiler by even kind of talking about where that is at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I have there. Mm, yeah. All right. I'm just not going to say anything. Just about halfway. Okay. You're further than I am for okay. sure. Yeah. I think I'm in the 30% area. There at was this point. a landing. I'm not at a landing yet. Okay. Okay. Enough said. Well, I'm, there was a landing. I don't think it's the landing you're talking about. It's not. Okay. 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 Yeah. Wink, wink, (laughs) nudge, nudge. Is your wife a goa? Nods as good as wink to a blind bat. Uh, So we had a great thread on like, what should the soundtrack for this book be? Um, Because it's, you know, this is, I I don't want to say there's creepy elements, but you know, just spider stuff. Mm. There's spider stuff in this book. Let's just say that. Maybe that's a spoiler, but also we already talked about the kind of like trigger warning about spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't find that spider talk the to be very Discord scary in the book. The entire Discord chat is filled with pictures of spiders right so, now. Great. 
fabulous. Uh, John Taloni says, what would be a good spider-inspired music for a for the movie if there were a movie for Children of Time? Kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy mixtape. Um, I'm going to start with Boris the Spider from oh, The yeah. Who. Boris, Boris of course, being spider. the name of the well less known musician specialist among the spiders, so I've heard or just made up right now. Um, I may be partial to this one, uh, as I saw John Erstwis Entwistle. Mm-hmm. John Entwistle. Mm-hmm. That's a cool name. Ent? John Entwistle? Yeah, yeah, like he's an ent. Mm-hmm. Um, and he whistles. Performing at a Who concert around 1989. He made a whistle out of an ent. <laughs> oh, oh, that's sad. Oh, that's a big whistle. Yeah. Kamahome <laughs> says, Prog Rockers, Mercury Tree has an album called Spider Milk. Um, and the first track is I Am a Husk, which may be appropriate for a certain mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. RJ Slayer of Trolls says the Lime Spiders from Australia is always a good bet. Their song Slave Girl was covered by the Goo Goo Dolls once. Okay. Tamahome in chat is suggesting the Spider-Man theme. Oh, okay. Okay. Spider characters. Where are you coming from? I would do, you know, Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig does whatever (laughs) a a Spider-Pig does. does. Can can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He is a pig. Look I started out. singing he the Spider Man theme from Electric Company just now. <laughs> I don't know why. What's that one? Spider Man. Where are you coming from, Spider Man? Nobody knows who you are. I really would like um, very cute, uh, those little jumping spiders. Oh my God, they're so cute. Yeah. I would really like them to be little friends, like have them as pets. I think the John Even, Entwistle stuff is is a good call. That fits the mood of the of the book, in my opinion. Okay, all right. I'm going to take your word for it. Um, and then Jan has the uh, the ever popular "What Are We Nomming" thread for uh, this particular children novel <laughs> for children of time. Um, he says, and because I don't want to hear any distressing coded messages from someone, I am not asking any AI for an appropriate (laughs) drink suggestion this month. Instead, I've just chosen a cocktail that felt appropriate. So here we have the absinthe spider highball, 0.5 ounce of absinthe, two dashes of Angostura bitters, and four ounces of ginger ale. Pour all ingredients into an ice-filled glass and garnish with a lime wedge. Ooh. Mm. Um, then uh, Tassie Dave suggests a classic drink from Australia, a spider. One scoop of ice cream in a tall glass. Add your favorite carbonated fruity beverage oh. to be truly an Aussie drink. The fizzy cordial needs to be lime or creaming soda. We just call it cream soda yeah. here in North America. Um, there's lots of chocolates I've seen made where there's like a nut covered with chocolate and then they kind of make little chocolate legs off of it to make it look like a spider. Isn't that a, like a turtle? Yeah. It's a, it's a variation on the turtle that usually you only see around Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) The the chat room is threatening to start posting pictures of people eating spiders. So let's Mm. not do that. Mm. I mean, that's fine. I am very pro. I am extremely pro like eating spiders. mm, It's difficult as a vegetarian to have like a good, I I haven't come to like a good person. I am a pescatarian. So like where do, Mm -hmm. where do spiders and insects fit in? Like I eat shrimp. shrimp. So shouldn't I eat or other like arachnids and Mm -hmm. things with carapace? Yeah. I don't eat octopus. Um, 
or squid, but I do eat shrimp well, and lobster. One of the things I know, I don't know if this is true for you or not, but a lot, a lot of people don't like, want to eat squid because of the intelligence demonstrated right, by squid. Right, and octopus, that's correct. Uh, and octopus. Um, given the nature of our book, <laughs> is it going to change like, our perception where, of spiders? Where do I draw the line? It's a <laughs> yeah. slippery slope, as mm-hmm, they say. Mm-hmm. It's a tang- Oh, what a tangled web we weave when once we practice to deceive. Hey, look at you. With the literary quotes. Though this be madness, there is method in it. (laughs) (laughs) Your mama. Um, (laughs) Your mama's got mad. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's fun. Yeah. There's, I, I'm, I have eaten bug before. I have eaten cricket. I have eaten, um, I have eaten, um, oh, yawn. That seems spoilery. Stop it. Stop posting spoilery things. Don't call it out. Now you now you've put a flag on it for everyone. Well, the ch- the podcast doesn't know. The podcast doesn't Chocolate know. Chocolate covered ants. That's what I'm going to be eating while I read this. Okay, he put it behind <laughs> a spoiler. Yeah, just just covered he it. He instantly up. put it behind a spoiler tag. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, you've had chocolate covered ants. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, yeah, I'll, I'll I've had chocolate some, covered crickets. I have to pick some up to eat while I'm reading this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a fan. I approve of the extra source of protein, especially in a world that could really use like additional, yeah. like available sources of protein. But I also get freaked out because it's just like your brain or something about our human brain has changed in Western culture with regards to bug eating and Here's insect what eating. I know. You can get used to eating anything. It's true. Your, it's true. Your taste is one of the things that people don't realize is the most malleable. You just need to change the associations. Yep. I agree with you. Yep. Just need a lot of hot sauce. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Bring it all back again. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Our show is currently entirely funded by you, our patrons. Thank you to all the folks who back our show. If you want to help support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash sword and laser. You can also support the show by buying books through our links. Find links to the books we talk about and some of our favorites at swordandlaser.com slash picks. You can get in touch with us at feedback at swordandlaser.com. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Sword and Laser. We got to figure out how to join the Fediverse. We got to get get off of this Twitter thing and, and start joining some of the other new fancy networks out there at some point. Um, or you can join in on all of our discussions over on goodreads.com slash swordandlaser or hop in our Discord. We definitely love our live Discord audience. They always make the show that much more fun. Thanks for joining at all hours of the day, folks. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!